Welcome to the Physicians Financial Podcast, where we discuss the financial challenges and opportunities facing medical professionals. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of financial topics that are important to physicians, such as retirement planning, investing, and estate planning. We will also interview experts in the financial services industry to get their insights on these topics. If you're a physician or a spouse of a physician, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. We will provide you with the information you need to make sound financial decisions and achieve your financial goals. Here's your host, Brent Bowden, a financial coach and certified financial planning advisor with over 15 years of experience helping medical professionals achieve their financial goals. To learn more about Brent Bowden and his services, visit brentbowden.com. Welcome to the Physicians Financial Checkup Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Bowden, certified financial planning professional and financial coach. Today, we are going to talk about financial stress and mental health. What factors lead to financial stress? What are some common concerns that lead to stress? And how do you combat or reduce some of those stresses so that you can be on the path to financial freedom? So first of all, let's jump right in. What is financial stress? So if you're a medical professional who struggles with financial stress or anxiety, you're not alone. According to a Harris poll that was completed in October of 2022, found that nearly seven in 10 healthcare workers find it stressful to manage their finances, 70%. It's also one of the leading causes of burnout among medical professionals. And there's a multitude of things that have led to financial stress. Some of those things in your past, some of them today. So just briefly to touch on a few of those, our background or our upbringing has a big effect on how we deal with money, how we learn about money, what we know about money. And so having or having, not having those conversations as we were growing up and developing can have some effects on how we treat money in our daily lives. Also, if we took any finance courses and in college or school, as well as our social settings, all have some background influences on our financial stresses. Other things that we look at that can lead to that is your earning potential. So whether that's from your, your income, if you have stable employment, if you enjoy what you're doing, a lot of education, more education will lead to, to less financial stress oftentimes. And so those types of earning potential factors can also lead into the level of financial stress and how you deal with it. There's also the factors of relationships, whether you're married or single, male or female, if you have a one income or a two income household, if you're maybe helping the sandwich generation, you're helping your parents and you're raising your own children, how many children you have, as well as things like actual financial factors, high levels of school debt, high levels of credit card debt what your living expenses are, where you live makes a big change. You know, if you're in a high income area and there's a high cost of living, that's a little bit more difficult than in some other areas of the country. And then also your work environment. So if you work a lot of long hours, often under stressful conditions, and you're responsible for the healthful well-being of your patients. While that's rewarding work, it can be tough. And sometimes that can have a negative impact on our, our mental health. So 
when we look at those factors, all of these things can be somewhat controlled or learned, maybe even relearn some different habits to be able to deal with those stresses. So let's talk about some, some situations that cause stress on our actual finances. So how do we deal with our household finances to make a, a big difference? Monthly spending. And so having a savings budget and expense plan is a big part of your early career and how you set up that budget can have long-term effects on how you handle money, whether you feel secure in that, ultimately enjoying more of what you earn. So I'm a big proponent of a, a fairly simple budget. This works for most people, but feel free to drill down even deeper. A 50, 30, 20 budget, as you may have heard before, is one where your needs are going to cover about 50% of your gross income. So whether that's housing, food, transportation, medical expenses, a student loan debt, if you can keep your household expenses under about 50% of your earnings, then that gives you the other 50% to put towards wants and savings. So that next 30% are things that we would want to do with our money. So whether that's entertainment, eating out, vacation, enjoying the fruits of our labor, I think is very important and it gives you a little bit of a stress relief. So being able to put 30% aside for those things including maybe luxury items even. So the last 20% of your budget, focus on savings, whether that's short-term savings goals, long-term savings goals, or an emergency savings. All of those are helpful in being able to put you in a position where you know if there's a financial burden, you'll have some money set back aside. And using compound interest, those long-term savings will continue to accumulate over time. We'll get a little bit more into budgeting on some future episodes, but that's a quick way to be able to do that. And feel free to go to brentbowden.com backslash budget, and you can get a free template for an easy, simple 50, 30, 20 budget. So some other things that we look at from our finances that can add stress. Obviously we talked a little bit about our debt. So whether that's credit card debt, student loan debt, mortgages, auto loans, business loans, all of those can have stresses on our monthly income and can lead to financial stress. So being able to understand those, that's how are you going to pay them off? What's that timetable look like? Often puts you in a better situation or holding off to make a purchase, save up a little bit, be able to either pay in full or be able to put a, a large down payment toward a, a large purchase can help reduce the amount of debt stress that you have with your finances. From a savings perspective, we talked about making sure you have a funded emergency savings account. It, in my opinion, having somewhere between that three to six months of monthly expenses is a great amount to be able to have for your emergency savings account. I prefer to err on the caution of a six month. That way you can weather most of the storms if there's any issues in there. Other things that can have some financial stresses for you is protecting your family. Making sure that you have the proper amount of disability insurance. The ability for you to work is oftentimes your largest asset and having that covered, should you get sick, hurt, or can't work, disability insurance is one of those things that, that covers that need for you. Obviously on the, the back end of that is making sure that you have the proper amount of life insurance to take care of your family should an accident or an unfortunate incident occur as part of protecting that family. 
And then looking at having a goal, a plan in mind can really help you to understand how your finances are working for you over time and put you in a situation to live comfortably in retirement or whether that's maybe reducing your work schedule earlier. Whatever that financial goal is for you to get freedom, being able to do that at an earlier point is going to be helpful to have that game plan. And then lastly, obviously looking at legacy, if you have goals to have leftover funds for kids, your community or charity, that will want to support those to make sure that you're getting those sets of things into your game plan that will help you set yourself on the path to financial freedom. So as we talk about, that was a whole lot of information. We're going to unpack that in future episodes, but starting simple, it's not always the easiest way, but beginning with a budget, something that is going to allow you to help save for your short-term and long-term goals, paying off your debts and kind of taking control of your finances will help you reduce the amount of stress it can cause. It can be a little stressful going through that planning process, but ultimately on the back end, you come out really understanding where your money goes, what you're doing to improve your situation and how that's going to affect you over time. Kind of educating yourself along the way about your money, potential speed bumps that you may run into, as well as if you need to make changes, of course. And so there's lots of different ways you can take care of this. Yeah, you can start as a DIYer. So if you want to do it yourself and spend time kind of learning through various topics, doing your research, reading, or listening to podcasts or books, and come up with your own game plan. There are some tools out there that can help you kind of do that, but it takes a lot of time. And one of the things that I've, I've learned, I've got three kids and going through that time is of the essence. You know, if I have an expert that can take care of some of those things for me, a lot of times it helps a lot. So looking at other advice avenues, way to manage your finances, you can look at whether it's brokers or investment advisors, portfolio managers, there's also robo advisor type options out there. There's a lot of different ways that you can get some common basic advice. Those are typically not tailored toward the medical profession, but it, it, it can be. And so those are some things to seek out. In my personal opinion, looking at a certified financial planner, somebody that's going to give some fee only advice or a wealth management team that has advanced knowledge of the physician landscape, medical healthcare physician or professional landscape, and being able to understand that financial situation, how to plan it and make adjustments along your journey to retirement is a really big helping hand to be able to make sure you're doing the right things and build your financial success. In addition to a financial planning advisor, you also would want to have a CPA and an attorney. Those are both going to help you periodically throughout your journey to financial success to be able to hit those goals and do it in a tax efficient and a state efficient manner. So thank you for joining us today. As we recap this episode, this is at a high level. We're going to dig deeper into some of these on our, on future podcasts, but I always do keep in mind that those daily financial stresses and how you perceive kind of past and present learned behaviors can lead to mental health issues. And we want to be able to talk about some of those underlying topics and de-stress so that we have ways to address a lot of those particular concerns, whether you do that yourself, go through some specific advice with a 
portfolio manager or investment advisor, or you want to bring in a wealth management team to really be able to help you navigate those long, medium, and short-term goals. There's lots of options out there to be able to do that. So we've only scratched the surface on this first episode and many of these topics we're going to dive much deeper into in coming episodes. But if you want to find out more additional information today, you can go to brettbowden.com for some additional resources. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Physicians Financial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. You can also find more information on brentbowden.com. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other individual or organization. You should carefully consider your investment objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment decisions. If you are seeking financial advice, you should consult with a qualified financial advisor who can assess your individual circumstances and needs.